Welcome to our podcast, Hey David, where Grandpa Rod talks about life and attitudes, hope and success. Each week, he raises a new topic for David to consider. We hope it speaks to you too. We also hope you'll invite your friends to listen and that you'll share your comments with us. Here is Rod with today's topic. Hi, I'm Rod MacArthur, David's grandpa and narrator of the Hey David podcast. Thanks for listening. I want David to have the best grandfatherly counsel I can give. It could be that you'll gain some light pointers too. Welcome. Today, I'm going to talk with David about the blessing of obstacles. Do they stop me, slow me down, or show me a better way? Don't let them stop you. Use them to get ahead. Hey, David, it's Grandpa. It's a common thing for young children to get discouraged, even angry, when they try something new and it doesn't work. I have seen frustration blow up into anger, foot stomping, yelling, I hate this thing, and then reduced to tears. The irony of what I just described can be seen in this. They're not simply learning how to accomplish the little task that frustrated them. They're also learning how to deal with frustration in general. It's a wonderful time of growth, especially when guided by loving parents, to watch a young child persevere and succeed. Little successes at first, but these are followed by bigger and bigger ones. Their sense of competency and confidence grows with each success. David, have you ever been frustrated? What is frustration? Isn't it that sense of irritation or rage that comes welling up inside when you feel blocked or when you fail? You feel your muscles begin to tighten. You clamp down on your jaw. You become anxious or annoyed. You're on the edge of losing it. Maybe you feel overwhelmed. I've been there. Sometimes I just want to punch something. I know that a friend once punched a hole in the restroom wall when he was overwhelmed with emotion at the death of his father. I've seen people lose their temper and throw things. Angry outbursts, verbal or otherwise, are sure signs of frustration. But frustration is only one response to the impasse of obstacles. What are some others? You could just give up. You might feel sorry for yourself and soak in self-pity as in some kind of numbing mud pit. You could find any number of people, circumstances, or things to blame for your impasse. Fat lot of good any of these responses will get you. If you give up, your goal remains unachieved. If you sit soaking in self-pity, you not only lose respect, but your goal still remains unmet. Whenever you start blame-shifting, you completely disable yourself to find any workable solutions. There must be a better response to blockage. I want to talk about obstacles and the responses that we might have to them. On the one hand, there is the response of frustration, which can lead to anger and rage, or it can lead to self-pity and abandonment. On the other hand, there's the response of determination. I'm going to make this happen. Now, I could stop the talk right here, couldn't I? Because by hearing those two responses, you know the only one that's going to have a positive outcome. 
But there's more to say. Take Thomas Edison, for example. He toiled tirelessly, relentlessly, to perfect an electric light. Over the course of his experiments, he met with disappointment after disappointment. Some might see his failures as disappointing, but they did not disappoint him. Instead, every effort that did not produce the desired end, a light bulb, was happily discarded as a path with no potential, a dead end. Others might have been hopelessly discouraged after thousands of empty attempts to develop an electric light. Edison simply viewed each unsuccessful attempt as the elimination of a potential solution that didn't work, thereby moving him closer and closer to the one that would. When asked by a brash young reporter how it felt to fail at anything 10,000 times, Edison said, quote, Let me tell you something, Sonny. I have not failed 10,000 times. I've successfully found 10,000 ways that will not work, end quote. As you know, he did successfully produce an electric bulb in 1879. We've used them for well over a century. I'm glad he didn't give up after the first 1,000 failures, aren't you? Here's what he said about letting obstacles defeat you. Quote, Our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. End quote. Isn't it true that sometimes we let the difficulties of life steal our motivation? Roadblocks or obstacles, we allow them to seem unsurmountable and give up. But what if we altered our perspective? Is it possible to use obstacles as stepping stones? I suspect we can find various techniques to allow us or help us make the obstacle less daunting and more like a path to success. Maybe getting a clearer image of what we're trying to accomplish would help. Maybe breaking a big step down into several little steps would help us climb to the top. And certainly, training ourselves to learn from each mistake would be tremendous. Accepting that obstacles are a part of any worthwhile accomplishment allows us to view them differently. Instead of meekly giving up, we can learn from them how to wise up. When we step back from the agitation of the obstacle and take a deeper look, we'll discover a workaround. We'll find ways to get beyond the obstacle and continue toward our goal. We've learned something about ourselves, but we've also learned how to organize the circumstances in a beneficial way. In fact, when you think about it, without the obstacle, our approach to the goal would stay simplistic. It took the obstacle to cause us to deepen and broaden our perspective to search out success. Obstacles are problematic, and problems are meant to be solved, not sulked over. In the late 1960s, I came across a little book by a Danish poet, Pete Hein. It had the simple title, Grux, perhaps a blending of two Danish words for laugh and sigh. It's out of print now, too bad. Here's what he said about problems. Quote, Problems worthy of attack prove their worth by hitting back. End quote. 
How many synonyms can you think of for the word obstacle? Here's a few that I came up with. Setback, barrier, blockage, snag, impediment, difficulty, problem, blockade, hindrance, complication, hurdle, or hitch. That's a lot of English words in use for this thing that stands between us and our objective. Obstacles must be a large concern if we give them so many different names. I wonder if the names are simply our way of justifying failure. Think about it. If I can put a name like blockage to my obstacle, that means I've been blocked. That gives me an excuse not to make progress. I've been blocked. It's a lot easier to sit and sulk, to cry and mope, or in some other way lick my wounds than it is to fight for what I want, to find a way over, around, or through the perceived barrier. David, I do not mean shouting at people or punching people when I say fighting for what I want. What I mean is fight with myself. Don't let me quit on me. Don't let me give up because it's hard. If Mr. Hine is correct, this problem is worth fighting for and it's going to fight back. It's going to give me difficulty or trouble. I expect that. I'm prepared for that. I'm going to win. I'm going to succeed. Maybe I have to do some research. Maybe I should interview people who've been successful at what I'm trying to do. Maybe I should get counsel from friends who genuinely care and can tell me if I'm losing focus. Let me fight for what I want. I will be unwilling to let an obstacle keep me from it. Here are two more short sayings from that Danish poet, Pete Hine. The Road to Wisdom. Quote, The Road to Wisdom? Well, it's plain and simple to express. Err and err and err again, but less and less and less. End quote. A maxim for Vikings. Quote, Here is a fact that should help you fight a bit longer. Things that don't actually kill you outright make you stronger. End quote. When I fight for what I want, guess what happens to me? I learn new things. I discover new routes of approach. I develop new skills. I use my God-given brain and my God-given drive to get somewhere. And when I get there, I have increased my toolkit. My obstacle has thus become not a barrier, but a stepping stone. It has become my teacher. I have improved me. I have gained ground, and I have given myself a reason to be confident. Seeing you grow in confidence with each new success, with each new overcome obstacle, gives me tremendous joy. I love you, David. Thanks for listening. If you've got something worth holding on to from this blurb, come back next Monday. Next week, I want to talk with David about the power of peaceful protest. The in-your-face approach of our culture is both divisive and ineffective. Find a better way. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Hey David. If you have thoughts, comments, or questions, please send them to rod underscore MacArthur at comcast.net. Rod will get back to you. 
Also, check out the church's website, www.churchofauburnwa.com. You'll discover a ton of information. You may especially enjoy the page Blurbs from Rod. Until Until next next Monday, Monday, have have a joy-filled week. week.